I did it at the same time. <laughs> it was yours was like, hello. <laughs> like you're not oh, even- I'm going to do it. My niece can say hello now. Paxton, the littler <gasps> one. Obviously, yeah. Betty. Betty speaks. <laughs> obviously, Betty knows how to say hello. <laughs> Paxton says hello now. So I'm going to say hello like she does. Okay. <clears throat> hello. Oh. It's very sweet and That's cute. So cute. Yeah. Well, hello so, to hello. all the listeners. Um, hello and welcome. We're so happy to be back and we're so glad you're with us for yeah. another episode of The Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. Um, I'm Kelsey Paul. And I'm Kelly McMaster's Parsons. <laughs> Parsons. <laughs> um, we are going to watch season five, episode 16 today, Mosley Lane. Ooh. I feel like we always I say will that say, after the titles. We always go, yeah, Ooh. because the titles leave a lot to be desired. They do. They're pretty. So young. we have to make up. We have to put the pizzazz in ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to um, say? I was going to say obligatory. I don't remember what happens in this episode. Mm. I had to um, fast forward a little bit because I missed my zero zero mark when I was trying to pause. Mm. And immediately upon watching the two seconds i was like oh i know it i know it oh wait is this is this tim curry no that's the end of the season but okay okay he's coming i know i know he's coming i just couldn't remember when he's coming but he is not here yet um he's coming around the the mountain mountain when he comes. comes um anything to discuss up front before we uh dive right into this episode um I just want to update the listeners that my hatchet was delivered. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And my, like, just got delivered today, and then my hatchet sharpening tools also got delivered today. So I'm going to be diving in soon. Uh, I sent a picture to my family, and my brother responds, is this a warning sign that you're a serial killer? (laughs) And I said, brother, at my stature, I'm not killing anyone. I'm five foot one. Not with an axe, that's for not sure. Not with an axe. You know, I've watched enough Criminal Minds to know I can't do that. No. Don't worry, bro. Mm-mm. Also, I'm not a serial killer. Also, not, it's not aside. just that I couldn't do it. It's that I don't do it. Right, right, right. Um, yes, I also received a photo of the axe. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. It looks like a, a perfectly lovely axe. I look forward to the after photo so that I can. Yeah, sort it's of gonna compare. look lovelier. Because I'll be yeah. honest, you were like, "It looks like shit." I'm so excited, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "I don't feel like it looks that shitty." There's a lot of dents in the blade, and that's what you're gonna a lot fix. Of chips. Yeah, gotta fix that. I'm gonna, you know, polish it up and yeah. re-sand that handle and oil it. So, oh boy, you know, I'm really excited for yeah. some like. PBS woodworking special, ver- like oh, Shit. Kelly's Kelly's workshop, and it's just you, just like Kelly's workshop, yeah. Bob Ross in it as you 
Yeah, sorry, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie just went after you finish every other project that you have to do in the house. And I said yes. <laughs> she, you're not allowed to touch your axe until you finish all your homework. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, well, I so look forward that's the to excitement seeing the progress. In, my, in my life. Okay. Yeah. You know, everybody's got to have a hobby, and I'm happy that you found yours. I mean, I have many hobbies. You do. You are a woman of many interests. And this is yeah. maybe the most unexpected one <laughs> of them all. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to watch it progress and see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all I have to share. You, do you have anything? Any hobbies you'd like to talk about? No, I don't have any hobbies I've found. I don't really have any <laughs> hobbies. Um, this is your hobby. This is my hobby. Yeah. Our, recording our podcast is my hobby. Um. No, I don't really have anything to talk about up front. I know we have a new review, but we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah, we'll save it. Yeah, um, for review corner. I'm going into fun fact corner at the end with a lot of trepidation and just fear that right. I won't live up to everybody's <laughs> expectations. <laughs> but I'm going to try so hard. I feel pretty good about it, so we'll see how it goes. But Okay, um, well, we got to talk about this episode first. Yeah, we got to do it first. So I'm ready if you're ready. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. Oh, that's much too loud. <laughs> I heard it through my headphone. Winter Festival. We're in Ashburn, Virginia. Do you oh. know that place? Uh, Yes. My sister-in-law lives in Ashburn. <gasps> well, near That's What's-Her-Face. Yeah, it's What's-Her-Face um, from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Catherine Hahn. Dr. Hahn. Catherine Hahn. She's also in Big Sky, and she's also yes. in Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Did you ever finish Big Sky? I've been meaning to ask you that. No, I think I have one episode left in the old season, and it's coming back. So. Oh. Well... Catherine Hahn, Dr. Hahn from Grey's Anatomy, is with a child. She's got a red hat on. They're at a carnival. Oh, her head's itchy. She doesn't like her hat. She's going to get kidnapped. Yeah, she's absolutely right? about to get kidnapped. Now someone else is screaming, Lindsay, Lindsay, and like running around, like acting like their daughter's missing. And the mom like looks at her, and then she looks down. And now her daughter is Amy missing. Amy is gone. Oh, no. Amy with two Amy? E's, which is an unusual I know one of those. for Amy. Oh, that was yeah, a, I don't, a creepy I don't child like dressed as a clown. Oh, that is a creepy clown child. Oh, her name's Barbara. Run around! Show. Barbara, run around. She's like, did you come to you guys? Like, the dad and the son went to go get a balloon or something. And now they're like, oh, no. Oh, and there goes the balloon flying away. Very it. Very with it. With the red balloon. Yes. And the clowns and the oh, carnival thing. And here comes Rossi and Hotch. And they're like, hey, okay. we're going to talk to you about your daughter. And we've got right, a photo of her. recent photo. All right. There's JJ. She's talking to the team. It's turtleneck day for Prentice. It is. Mm. Um, so he, there she's filling in the rest of the team on this little girl being abducted from this carnival. Um... They, I guess, are going to see if there's an overlap with some other abductions in the area. Um, and they're like, let's oh, do And then this. there's the classic, the classic, like, we likely only have 22 more hours. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Ew. She's oh. being carried down a creepy hallway. Like a creepy bunkery <gasps> typed like... hallway. Yeah. All right. So we're okay. seeing the news report. That was a winter fe- I guess it's Virginia. Winter is mild. I mean, the trees were green. Oh, it says temperatures below freezing. 
The trees were green, so that was definitely the trees Southern were California. Green. <laughs> okay, someone's there, and she's like, "I'm here to talk Who to wants Agent to talk Jero. to JJ. Oh, whoever took Amy oh. took my son too. Oh. And Princess is like, "What?" Again, I ask, "How did she just wander into yeah, the FBI?" Everyone was just like, "Oh, that's <laughs> fine. Like, see you later. Go ahead." So she goes. Yeah, she in. like had a pa- a bat, like a visitor badge, like someone. I guess oh, you just. Has she been drinking? Uh oh. Oh, Sarah Hillridge. She lost her son eight years ago, and she comes in around every time like a child goes missing and thinks that it has something to do with her son's case. So they're being oh. a little dismissive of her because she's does this a oh, lot. Garcia remembers her too. Yeah. Oh, we're down to eight hours. Whoa, that, a lot of time passed. Yeah. Look at little baby Henry though. No, oh, he's you so see that cute. picture on her desk. Yeah. Oh, um, now we're all going to look at it. Yeah, so the lady clearly, oh, like... Oh, she knows Henry. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, she just oh, goes, what is he, oh, 16 months? Henry? So clearly she does spend a lot of time in JJ's office and, like, has gotten to know JJ pretty well. And, oh, oh she got a divorce because of her kid oh. going missing. And the dad took custody of the kid. Yikes. The other kid that's still not missing. And she's like, I can't blame him. I mean, look at me. <laughs> Ooh. JJ, you got to deal with this yeah oh uh, so she's been doing all of this like research on her own about child abductions and all of this stuff so clearly she is like really having a hard time moving on and really sort of like yeah. fixating on the case and you can tell that jj really doesn't know what to do <laughs> yeah jj just kind of goes i'm sorry you know all of this yeah <laughs> like i'm sorry you've had to read all these terrible books. oh there's yeah. amy oh. she's in a creepy room it's oh, definitely underground like a little peephole yeah. It reminds me of the episode where the kid's just in that box. Yeah, 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 And yeah, there's yeah. that weird, like, camera on Yeah, him. yeah. So but she this wa- has Ooh, more don't, culty don't, vibes. Don't walk up to that peephole. Don't no, stick your eye in there. Someone's going to stab your eye. Oh, if we learned anything What does that, that happen in? Oh, that happens in the Will Wheaton episode. I was going to say, right. that happened in the Will Wheaton episode. Don't do it. Ah! Ew, there's an eye looking back. Oh, it's a boy. And it says, I'm not going to hurt you. Come here. Ew. Creepy. Oh, also. He's got like peach fuzz. They dyed Amy's hair because she was a blonde and now she's a Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. They really make a point of that. Oh, no. And the little boy on the other side, like a woman comes (gasps) up and goes, what do you think you're doing? Oh, my God. There's so many. They're on like bumps. Oh, my God. There's so many kids. And she's like beating the shit out of them. They're dressed like, you know. Evangelicals, <laughs> Duggery. They're Duggery. It's a little in Duggery appearance. for sure. Okay. Um, uh, Barbara, of course, is blaming herself for looking away. I mean, Ooh. Amy's what ten years old? Like, but they're making a connection between Charlie, the other lady's son, who oh. comes in, and this one, which is they both of the moms remember a woman screaming about losing her kid right before their kid went missing. So it was a distraction. Oh, so like they might be connected. They might be connected. And Prentice is like, "Holy shit! <gasps> What's her face?" Yeah. She's in the Mindy Project. She's in a lot of stuff. She is in a lot of stuff. Oh, did she kill him? I don't know, but she it's the kid that she was beaten up, and now he looks like he's dead. And she's, like, wheeling yeah, him somewhere. Yeah, she's wheeling him somewhere. In a, they're in a barn, perhaps? Yeah. Oh, yep, he's dead, because she just put a lid he's over him. He's in a box. Yep. Yep, <gasps> yep, 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 yep. 
It's a crematorium? <gasps> Into the incinerator. Oh, God. Wow. And she's just got a big smile on her face. Oh, yeah. She is face. happy as can be. Oh, on goes the gas. There comes the flames. Oh, God. Wow. So she just beat him to death? She beat or did him? she just knock him unconscious and then she's burning him alive? I mean, one or the other. I don't know. Either way, he's dead now. Yeah. Oh, God. Or not dead. I'm surprised there wasn't a, like, quietly screams. And now I guess he's dead. Into he's the dead. opening <laughs> ceremonies, and I feel like so much has already happened. I know, and I'm on board. <laughs> What's the title of the episode again? Mosley Lane. Mosley Lane. I bet that's where she is. Mm, on Mosley Lane. It's, like, infamous. She's the creepy lady that lives on Mosley Lane. Right. Yeah. Do yeah, I, re- I remember this the episode, and it's lady, pretty good. The creepy lady. The creepy, the creepy lady. lady. She does have such creepy vibes, and I imagine she's probably she a lovely does. person in reality, but she played some, plays some creepy characters, I feel like. Yeah. She's okay. really funny on the Mindy Project, so that's what I keep in my mind. She also, what a cute house. It is a cute house, so we're leaving Barbara and Amy's house. Oh, the husband oh, is outside. Oh, that dad is smoking. Stress smoking. I feel like it's very intentional when they put smoking in TV shows in the new millennium. Yeah, it's like he needed a reason to be like outside by himself. So they were like, you're going to be smoking yeah. so you can have this conversation with Reed and right, Morgan. Right. Oh, Barbara's coming home. Here She's she got comes. the hat. Yep. Her head was, they're going to say something about her head being itchy. I feel like that's got to be a key part or something about this hat. Why else would they have put that in the episode? Yeah. Um. So they are telling the family that um, they have they have hopes that, she is still alive. Obviously, they don't know that for sure. Um, but they are both the family's kind of like, why are you leaving? Because like Reed and Morgan are going to like head back to wherever. And they're like, well, we're we got to go work the case. Like, we're not going to just sit here. <laughs> mm, you can tell the husband a little bit blames the wife. Yep. Because she wasn't paying attention. She wasn't looking. <laughs> I would never have let go of her hand. She was eight years old. Yeah, man. it's like it's not like she was two. Like she was eight years old. Right. Like also, she didn't run off of her own volition. She was right. grabbed. You, so there I, she is. You don't think she would have like screamed? screamed. Oh, Evan Peters! <gasps> this is a star-studded episode. Another <laughs> classic guest star that I forgot about. Wow. Wow. So Evan Peters is in the bunker and he's playing like a classic character of his, which is just sort of like aloof yeah, he creepiness. Could be, yeah. Any of his characters from all of the American horror stories. Yep. Exactly. And they're Ooh, like, she says, why did you bring me here? So oh, he must so be part of the helps. kidnapping. Yep. They call him David. Okay. And he's like, tell me Dude, your name. And she says, oh, Amy. Do you think that's Charlie? Ooh, yes, I do think it's Charlie. Okay. It's actually Charlie. You know what I think really strikes me about Evan Peters every time I see him is how dark brown his eyes are. Ooh. Like, they're, it's, ooh. Oh, he's taking a picture of her with a pole. You're right, though. Yeah, like, they are so dark. They're like, like, he plays creepy so well. He does. I don't think he could play anything else. Yeah, I agree. Um. All right, so we're sitting right, around the, the conference table, speculating, speculating, talking about things. Um. So JJ and Prentice f- seem to kind of be on the mom Sarah's like 
side being like there might be a connection between Charlie's abduction and Amy's, but the rest of the team seems to be a little skeptical still. Yeah. And Morgan goes, do you think maybe you believe her because you're a mom now? Okay. And JJ goes, no, it's because she has the same exact story as the girl who just got abducted. Yep. That was a little gaslighty and i feel a little i feel a little offended by that morgan (laughs) yeah i don't love it morgan i don't love it i feel like that's the kind of thing hotch would say but he's a dad so he wouldn't say that also prentice just goes i think that there is something to sarah's theory and i'm not a mother (laughs) like she's like i am i don't have any kids and i think that there is something to be said that this might be true yeah Um, All right. So they're talking about the fact that if Charlie is connected to this and he is potentially still alive at this point, he's probably like fully Stockholm syndrome, like fully. Yeah, he's going to need some major deprogramming. He's like fully submissive to whoever the person is that took him. So that's another like complicated element of this. Yeah. All right. So Hodge tells Garcia to look at abductions over the last 10 years that were similar to this. Yep. Oh, Grey Goobler directed this episode. The Goobs did direct this one. I see his eye and how creepy the whole thing is. Okay, the parents are home. So Charlie, David, we don't know it's Charlie. David comes in and he says to Amy, like, do whatever they say. Oh, and here's and the creepy guy. The so now it's a, we We're know it's a couple. the back of his head. He looks, from the back of his head, he looks like um, that one doctor from Scrubs. The crazy old guy. Oh, I've never seen Scrubs. Is that who it's... What? He also plays... Oh, no. The... She hid under the bed, and we can see their old there, people's see... shoes. Yeah. Oh, oh he's getting... This is... I hate this. this I hate this, too. They're bending down to look at her under the bed, and Ew, I hate I it. I can't watch it. You have to. She just wants to go home. Oh, they're calling oh, they're her Allison. they're naming her Allison. The fuck is this fucked up thing? Oh, look at all those guns. Yeah. All right, JJ's pulling up to some house. Oh, the door's open. That's not a good sign. Oh, she was going oh, go to go tell Sarah. Sarah. She's at Sarah's house. Oh, is Sarah going to be dead? <gasps> no. Well, what other situation could be happening here? The TV's still on. I don't the know. The door was open. We see an open bottle of alcohol. Oh, she's going to just be like drunk in Amy or in Charlie's bed. Yep, you can see, like, she hasn't changed Charlie's room at nope. all. She's not in there. Like, it still looks, it like, the bed is even unmade. Like, she never even made it the day that, like, he disappeared. Like, everything oh, is exactly Oh, and there the she same. comes. Oh, she's got she's a cigarette. She's also too. smoking. Cigarettes and <laughs> She's booze. like, there hasn't been a child in here in 25 years. <laughs> um, so she comes in and she's like, so what do you think? And JJ's like, I think the same thing that you think. And you can tell Sarah's like, wait, really? Like, you believe me? You're on my side after all these years? And she goes, I think the same people that took Amy took Charlie. And you can tell that, like, Sarah is just like, holy shit. Like, Like, finally. Validation. Yeah. She goes, I want to show you. Holy shit. 2,000 children's bodies haven't been found. Does it say 2,000 or 200? I thought it said 2,000, oh. but maybe it was since 2,000. Oh, maybe. It, it was 10 years. <laughs> All right. So so Reed's doing his favorite thing, which he's got a map and he's got some stickers. And he's going to point oh, out yeah. all these places that these boop, kids boop. have been Let's abducted make a from. Geographic comfort zone. 
So we're seeing all these super Leesburg. cute kids that are all still missing. Yeah. And so Sarah was doing the same thing, I oh, think. Oh, does she have a crazy board? She's got a crazy board. Is there yarn? Oh, what we do got you to think? see the red red yarn? No, no yarn. No yarn, just lots of press clippings. But like the yarn is a natural next step. It also <laughs> takes up the whole wall. Like the yeah, whole wall. That's straight up uh bananas. So JJ is why do like, you feel the need to put it on the wall. Like, why don't you just have a nice file folder? I don't know. I guess like if you're like, man, I'm a visual learner. I gotta have everything out in front of me. I'm spatial. Maybe. I need it out there. Yeah, I guess. So JJ asks her to stop drinking. Yeah, she was like, listen, she you've she done do a lot of work, and if you're gonna help us, you have to stop drinking, which like is fair. Um, yeah. so Hotch and Prentice are back at the carnival, and they are gonna walk through everything. And yeah. so they're they're pre- they're pretending that Prentice is Barbara, and she's like standing in for Barbara. Yeah, they're picturing it. We're picturing it. We're talking about the scratchy hat, the stupid scratchy hat. And that's when she hears Lindsay. So Lindsay she hears Lindsay. Lindsay, and then they're they're imagining a guy like coming out of the bathroom and grabbing her. And Does she not off. scream? Does she not scream in that scenario? Yep. I don't understand. I don't oh, understand. So they're saying that even she... if someone I know picked me up, I would scream. Well, the, so Hotch says that like he maybe was like stuffing her face into his shoulder so that she was it was oh. muffling her screams, and then they like pop her in a van and off they go. She gets in, it's done. But they're saying so but you need a third person to drive, right? So this yeah. is like a whole orchestrated thing. So now they're thinking they're looking for a crew of, like, three people at least. Who? Boy. How are they keeping the victims hidden? Yeah. This is some straight-up Kimmy Schmidt shit. It is. It's totally (laughs) Kimmy Schmidt. That's also how they're dressed. They're dressed like Kimmy Schmidt in the bunker. Yes. (laughs) All right. Now we see some guy putting... That's the creepy guy. The the husband. making the ashes, the urn. Yep. He's so not the doctor from Scrubs. So maybe they have some. They have like a crematorium and like so they, they must okay. own a funeral. They work. Home. They work at a like a mortuary or like a. Um, there's a mausoleum behind. Yeah, there's them. a mausoleum, and nope, there he takes an urn over to the roses. Oh, he's gonna dump it. Oh no! <gasps> oh. <laughs> The creepy old, old lady's lady. face is a little out of control. She had such a scary face, and she just goes, "Beautiful, aren't they?" Like talking about the roses. The roses. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah," because he fertilizes them with bodies. He's oh, those ashes blew back in his right face. right in his face. And he's like, "Yes, they're fertilized by children." Ew, oh, how gross. All right, now we're at JJ's board. Yep, so now we have a big bulletin board in the office with all the pictures. We've and Sarah, Sarah. Sarah's there, and she's like, you know, thanks for letting me help. Yeah. Um, so they're saying all that right. most kids that are taken from public places, like, those locations are never hit more than once. Um, Parades. And they are places where festivals. families would typically feel safe. So a carnival or a playground or... But places know. that wouldn't have much security. Right. Um, so 
So um, Sarah, I guess, says that she was part of like a support group with other parents who had had children abducted. And she goes, a lot of other pe- those families have like moved on. Like they stopped mm-hmm. focusing on this. But then she but says that she saw Charlie three years ago. And she was like, I thought I did. And like, but then someone told me like, that's normal to think that you saw your kid that was abducted. And that was when her husband was like, you got to move on. Like, you're freaking out. Like, you got to stop this. Yeah. And she said this was teenage Charlie. Like, she remembers younger Charlie, but she saw teenage Charlie. Yeah. So she was like, he got older. Like, in what, 13 by then. Yep. And she okay, said, so what do you do, you do when you, you saw, saw Charlie? Him? And she said, I called for him. Oh, yep. yep those are, that's our unsub. And so she turns around. Like, we're seeing the flashback. Oh, she almost gets hit by a big truck. Yep. And she's screaming, Charlie, Charlie. And he looks up. But then they're gone. And then they're gone. They're really good at disappearing. Super good at disappearing. And she lost him all over Now again. she's getting upset. Aww. And so she's saying, like, JJ points out, she's like, if we contact all of these other families and ask them to be involved in this investigation, like, we're opening up a lot of old wounds for something that might not have any resolution. Like, we might, like, this might be nothing. But sure enough, we see a lot of different couples that have come in. Yep. Lots of different families. Oh, we've got a sketch artist. Yeah. So Sarah's describing what she thinks Charlie looks like now. And then all the team members are talking to, like, different sets of parents. Okay. We've got another boy who'd be 15 now. His name's Steven. Steven! Steven! Okay. And then the dad. they all know Sarah. Yeah, they recognize Sarah, and they're like, yeah, we were friends. We were in a support group together. Um, Steven was taken a year after Charlie. And the dad goes, you know she's crazy. The, The mom's like, leave her alone. Yeah. And she's like, she she threw her whole life away. And I mean, that's her kid. Yeah. I don't know. And but she's he says I can like understand this. He says like, oh well, she had a she had a living husband and like a living another living child, and she totally like threw them away because she was so focused on the kid that went up deck like was missing. But it's like, come on, <laughs> let's not hold it against her, shall we? <laughs> right. Right. All right, so now we're asking these parents if anything happened right before their son was taken. But yep. now she's saying there was a woman looking for her son. Dun, dun, dun. And she helped her. Now they're like, oh, shit. Wait, yep. What? And Maureen's uh, like, there is no way that you would have known that that was a ruse. Um, and they're like, how is this possible? And Morgan's like, she's not working alone. Like, this is a part of, like, a whole group of people who are doing this. Yeah. And now she's just, like, looking around at all and these other parents being like, wait, this happened to all of us? And so they're saying, is there a possibility that Steven's still alive? And you can tell Morgan's like, uh, maybe? But I don't want right, to say Because you that. don't want to, like, promise it. Obviously, yeah. they're killing some of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. There's another girl. Oh, I recognize her. I do too, but from I don't this know episode, from I think. Yeah, maybe it's just she has a very distinct <laughs> face. Um, like I recognized her being like a little dirty and grimy like that, yeah. so I definitely just recognize her from this. So it's a it's an, a little a girl that's like a little older than Amy, you can tell, and she's like trying to be nice to her, and she's like, you know, are you hungry? Like, and she's like, what's your favorite food? Ice cream, and just trying to like be nice to her. 
She's she, saying, pretend your food's ice cream. Eat and, all your food. Yep. You got to eat it all up. And Amy's like, I want my mommy. It's like, I get it, girl. Oh, oh Barbara right. is looking not good. She's looking haggard. She is. As you would. At, oh, as for sure. Would. She's all just right. sort of like She's, mouth open, just kind of there? sitting there. Garcia. Garcia looks Garcia's going to have the moment. She does look beautiful today. And she's just reassuring Barbara that the team is the best. Yep. Around. They're the best. Around. <laughs> and Barbara just feels so much guilt about yeah, letting go like, of her I hand. Let go of Again, her I'll hand. say, she's eight years old. Yeah. You probably didn't need to be holding your hand at all. No. And Garcia's like, you can't blame yourself. And she's like, my husband blames me, and he's right. And it's like, well, that's not fair. That's how he's oh. grieving through this. Oh, she wanders off. Oh, she wandered off before. Oh. Oh. And she's talking about how scary it is when your kid is out of your sight in yeah. a situation like that. And now she's going to oh, she's she's have a little upset. panic attack. That's Garcia. Just Garcia holds her, her hand. hand. I want Garcia to hold my hand. So we've had 11 families at this point who have confirmed wow. this woman with this ruse, which is nuts. I'm sorry, but why did the local police not catch this? Well, because if the if the family didn't think of it at the time, That's you know, true. like if they're just totally in the middle of it and they're not thinking clearly about it, like it's not like something a normal question that the cops would be like did anybody distract you like right before you know your kid went missing so if you just never put two and two together that looks nothing like evan peters nothing the sketch looks like a cartoon (laughs) fairy from some disney show i don't know like the whole cast of fern gully yes that's exactly what it is exactly what it is it does not look like evan peters even a little bit (sighs) all right so they're trying to get sarah to realize that charlie's probably their third unsub yeah and she seems very upset and shocked by that which yeah fair there's probably like a myriad of emotions of like he's probably still alive but now he's probably like kind of a criminal yeah so now they're turning their attention to like what do you do with these kids because like morgan's like you can't just like have a bunch of kids that you can't account for like running around the neighborhood block party so like where are they keeping these kids in a place where people are not going to notice them which we Mm -hmm. know they have a bunker basement (laughs) bunker just like what there was some guy who did that with his own kids yes and built like a like a special basement where he kept them yes I wonder if this is loosely based on that. Maybe. Yeah. So. Okay. JJ's trying to reassure Sarah and just being like, listen, we don't know what's happening yet. We don't know for sure that Charlie's involved. Like, calm down. It's okay. Oh. Oh. But Barbara recognizes. Yeah. Charlie's from the sketch. And she goes, he was there. I saw him at the carnival. He looked like a normal kid. And so, oh. uh-oh. And Barbara's like, this is your son? He took my baby. Yeah. And Sarah, because Sarah was like, that's my kid. Like, he's alive. And she's like, what the oh, fuck? Come on. Oh, don't be mean to her. So oh, she's like yelling at Sarah. Her. He's as bad as the rest of them. 
And it's like, you can't... This is a complicated dynamic. I was going to say, I was like, you can't really blame either of them. Like, obviously, like, Barbara doesn't have the whole story. She's reacting to it from her perspective and losing her kid. Right. Like, Sarah obviously is looking at it from her perspective and losing her kid. Like, it's, like you say, it's a very complicated situation. (laughs) All right. Uh, creepy sister girl. I is can't get over brushing how much Amy's hair. She has such bushy hair. It's just she's coming full from... Hermione. She is full Hermione. Full Hermione. Just like so unkempt. Yes. Oh, and they're sleeping in the oh, same bed in a little twin size bed. That's nice. Door opens. Oh, <gasps> creepy dude. Creepy grandpa. Oh, but the girl puts Amy behind her or whatever, and he's like, "Who let you in her?" In Please here. take me. Don't hurt her. Oh, no. And he walks oh, up. Oh, he grabs her by the hair. He's like, oh. He, like, makes a face like, you're making me kill you. Oh, no. All right. And walks creepy old lady. Creepy old lady looks like she's going to She's just strutting. Oh, uh, with this horrible what smirk. What a smize. Ugh. <gasps> that, this is killing me. She's really working it. So she like, ah! sits down on the edge it's of the horrifying. bed. And she pats <gasps> the bed. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate this so. Oh, I Ew. can't. Her face. Is she, what's she about to do? I don't know. Is she going to molest her? Ew, she gives her the creepiest smile. I didn't like what I just saw. That was I terrible. didn't like it. Oh, my God. Okay, Garcia finds 107 <sighs> families that were visited by social services. Okay. <sighs> Um, so they're saying that, like, there has to be a reason why they've stayed in this area for so long, because it would have been easier to just relocate, basically, right. every time and you And they're also saying, they're also saying it's probably a home that has, like, somewhere that has a good cover. Yeah. For what, like, the size of the home and the situation, so it might be a childcare facility. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to try to narrow down that list of 102 or however many it was, to those kinds of homes. And Morgan is pointing out that they have to be really careful because even if they find the house that they think it is, they don't have a warrant, and all they have is the profile. So he's like, if we go to that house and don't find anything initially and we leave, they're going to know that we're onto them, so they're going to probably kill all the kids and, like, destroy a bunch of evidence. Ooh, shit. So, uh uh-oh, Barbara's going to So they have to come up with, like, another story. Yep. So she goes eight years and he Sarah's like there's a moment in the morning when you wake up there's like a split second (laughs) where you like forget that like this has all happened to you and then it sort of like all comes back which is horrible. Yeah I remember that feeling I had that feeling when Donald Trump won in 2016. Oh god. I'd wake up. I'd wake up and there'd be that moment where you don't remember it yet. And yeah. then you'd remember and I would just start crying. Well, I feel like that's true of like anything bad that happens. Like when you're yeah. going through something and then, yeah, you wake up and you have that like moment where you're like, oh, I'm awake. And then you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, Yeah. Okay. So okay, now we've we're holding it on the freaking red scratchy hat. Oh, are they going to use her scent? What are going to do with this hat? get some dogs oh doggies i knew the hat was going to be important you were right oh who's this creepy gentleman mr jenkins so we're they have no rehearsed story oh my god (gasps) they're visiting so many creepy looking they're just going door to door and talking to all of the creeps in the neighborhood (laughs) 
Oh my god! Wow, they the casting <laughs> team did such a good job. It's just a lot of people with like unkempt hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they're nailing it. They are. Oh, there oh, he is. And there we are. Okay, so Prentice, <laughs> Prentice is, there. is like I said. You've got a lot of land here. Yeah, he's like pretending he can't hear her, or maybe he really can't oh, yeah. hear her. I don't know. Morgan he picks up a photo. Aids any other time. Morgan picks up a photo, a photo that Evan Peters is definitely in. Right. But they don't know that Evan Peter, like, they just have the sketch. Yeah, but if they... they if the sketch were really any good. If the good, sketch were really any good, they would look at it and be like, this is definitely the kid in the sketch. Yeah. So they're talking about the freaking Now they're carnival. recommending a carnival again. Um... So they're looking at the pictures and the kids and they're they're like, oh, did the kids take after your wife? Because it's like the kids don't look anything like each other either. Right, right. Also, they're old. (gasps) Oh, no. So the kids are in the basement. Yep. And creepy wife is covering Amy's mouth. Okay. Evan Peters Charlie comes in and is just like, hey, what's up? And she says, clean out your room now. Uh-oh. Hmm. Oh, oh, no. And she's got a big needle that she sticks into Amy. Oh, no. All right. Uh, Morgan, the guy says he can get the wife back there if they need him. Morgan's like, yes, please. No, yeah, why don't you? So you can tell, like, Prentice and Morgan are like, there's something weird happening here. Like, this yeah. is, this is odd. Yeah, and then Morgan says, "Why don't you go ahead and make that phone call?" And, and the guy is, yeah. On Prentice it. calls Hotch, and you can tell she's like, "Uh, we, yep, they're they're at Mosley Lane. She's we're at Mosley Lane. Mm-hmm. The husband is here. He's saying that the wife is out. Like, you guys got to get over here. <laughs> Everything matches the profile. All right, now he's out on the street, though. including their creepy van. Photo of a boy who looks <gasps> a lot like Charlie. They did recognize Charlie in the photo. And they're like, without a doubt, he's on to us. Yep. So we got to get our search warrant. And we got to get them dogs. Look at that old ass phone. That is like an old ass, like, landline phone. Yeah, my family had one of those. So did we. It was like like the earliest version of a phone that didn't have a cord. It was like, it's got that long ass antenna that you pull out. All right. Old lady sneaking out the back. Yep. She's Are there to... really just the three of them left? I That's guess. That's a lot of dead kids. Oh, she said, they said, where's Steven? It says she took him away. So that must be the kid that she killed. Yeah. So she's and putting she them. through a big ass bag in the hearse. In the hearse. With glittery curtains. Yeah. That's how I'd like to go. Uh-huh. Glitter curtains. For sure. And we just see the grimy girl peeking her head out. You don't think the FBI is going to notice that old ass hearse driving away? (laughs) Apparently they didn't. I guess it's like a big, (laughs) as Morgan said, you got a lot of land here. Yeah. All right. Dogs have arrived. So what? We're going to arrest the husband, but. Well, they can only arrest the husband if they have a reason to. They have to find something. Well, they're not going to find anything. Exactly. A, the kids are gone. B, their ashes are yep. in the roses. 
And they're like, well, we've got some ground penetrating radar. We got a warrant. We'll find where you, where you buried them. Oh, you won't find where you buried them, though. And he says, well, that hurt the roses. The radar. So Morgan's going to pick up on that. Yeah, Morgan's like, um, okay. That he's being weird about the roses. Yep. So he tells the officer, like, keep an eye on this freak. <laughs> and the officer walks over like, hey, you dumb fucker. All right, so we're All going right, we're in the basement. the basement. In a creepy-ass basement. So creepy. Security camera on the front door. Yeah, notice that fake wall. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. JJ sees a hinge on a bookcase. Yep. Open that hinge. It's a door. Go in there. One, two, three. In. Oh, creepy hallway. It's the hallway. All right, we got to get the dogs down here. They're not going to walk in. Oh, oh, we're at the crematorium. They say, give me that sack. What's, What's in, in the, the sack? sack? What's in the sack? Is it just their stuff? I don't know. What is in it? Grimy oh. girl says, what's this place? Evan Peter says, I don't oh. know. Ew, look at that Creepy scary doll. ass doll. Oh, God. Oh, on goes the gas. No. Oh, no. Yeah, so she's burning, I guess, all of their stuff that they touched? I don't know. Oh, boy. It's chamber three. Oh! oh this creepy, creepy doll. doll! They're just showing the doll burning. Oh! Look at all the Polaroids. Look at all the Polaroids. They died, Amy Lynch. Okay, so they find Amy Lynch in the Polaroids. Yep. And all of these Look other at all kids. those kids. But none of Charlie. Because he was the one that them. took yes, them. JJ gets it. She gets it. He's keeping a record of all of the kids. Proof. Oh, yeah. So she goes, he, he was doing. Okay. So he was trying okay. to make sure that there'd be a record of all of the kids they had. So he's like a little bit brainwashed, but, but also really. like a little bit not. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Garcia is finding out as much as she can about this creepy ass couple. Her family they have owns a funeral, funeral home. home in Leesburg. <clears throat> hey, that's where I got married. I was going to say. Oh, so Reed's like, they have a crematorium. Like, this is bad. Let's go there. Yep. Old man is just lurking from inside the house now. Oh, God, from upstairs. Ew. uh, All right, putting an afghan over one of the bodies. No, I think, is she just filling the box with it, and then she's going to put Amy in it? Oh, maybe... So she's going to kill Amy. Oh, Amy's waking up. Amy's waking up. The other two? Yeah, what's happening here? Yep. She, Ooh, wants, she's she tells Charlie, Evan Peters to put him in there. Said, put her in there. <laughs> and then she kind of does this <laughs> thing where she's trying to be like, and like intimidate him. It, that was weird. Those bunny slippers. Oh, no. Grimy girl's starting to cry. Grimy girl is an cry. ugly crier. You know who she looks like? She oh. looks like the, the girl from... Um, big comfy couch. Yes. Yeah. Correct. I that don't is, know what her name was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why does Evan Peters keep eyeing up that purse? Maybe because she has the car keys or something, or a cell oh, phone. Oh right. Uh, okay. Oh, so grimy girl Hermione oh, is like backing oh, into oh, a oh, corner. Oh, she's next, and she's like, oh, "Come on no. over here, be, mama's, be mama's big, big girl. girl." Ugh. Oh boy. No, Evan no, Peters no, whack no. her over the head. 
<gasps> she There's a, a gun. gun in the purse. And he says, let her go. <gasps> Evan Peters to the rescue. And she's like, you. <gasps> oh. <gasps> he shoots he her, her <gasps> right in the gut. Oh, Evan wow. Peters, you save the day. And he gets Amy out of the cardboard coffin. Holy shit. And they all, they just look back in distress and all their griminess. Yeah, and they're like, she can't hurt us she anymore. She can't hurt us <gasps> anymore. And the FBI shows up. There's Derek Morgan, Morgan and Emily and Prentice. Prentice. That's who you want to see. Ugh, it and is. And they just look up at him like, thank you for saving us. Yeah, they do. Suddenly they look they're like, British kids. They look like little street urchins from... <laughs> From Oliver Twist. From Oliver Twist, yeah. Oh. Right. Now he's going to get the himself. guy. He's in the bathroom. He's going to oh, kill himself. yeah. So they run How upstairs. How uh, I mean, the best electric in the belt. Bathtub. Belt. Oh, God. He's hanging for sure. I don't yep. want to see it. Oh, hanging God, by his I belt. I hate it. Dude. This episode's insane. It's dark. Oh. It's a Goobler episode. So go- it is. So Goobs, so Reed is talking to Sarah and she's like, I'm really nervous to see him. Like, I haven't seen him in all of these years. And so Reed's like. Reed's going to like go over how their interaction might be. Yep. And he's basically like, the fact that he was eight when he went missing, like he was old enough to sort of like think on his own and have really imprinted on you as your like as his family like yeah he has a better chance of remembering you and not like being totally and, like you'll be able to have a a relationship and he'll he'll recover yeah and like he's talk- not everybody's getting their kids back but everybody's yeah. gonna get closure yep and all three, because of you three children are gonna go back to their families he says that's as close, close to, to a miracle, miracle as, as I've ever, ever seen. seen. Wow. Okay. Okay, big moment. Here's the reunion. Oh, no. Oh, she's giving a hug to Barbara. Mom. They're hugging. Oh, no, no. It's the other mom. Steven's yeah, yeah, yeah. mom, yeah. Steven's dead. Yeah, Steven's dead. He's dead as hell. Oh. So, oh, here's Sarah's oh, estranged husband. husband. Yeah, oh. she found your kid. You better apologize to she her. She didn't give up hope, you dumb dumb. And she, he goes, you found like, him. You found him. Damn straight you she found it. him. Oh, and they oh. hug. We're about to have that devastating moment where their yeah. kid shows up and the other kid does not. <gasps> there he is. Turn around. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely. There he is. Wearing absolutely the same clothes he wears on the set of American Horror Story. <laughs> yep. A hoodie. And like, like he a just walked shirt. from one set to the other. Oh, and they hug. And he remembered. Like he's he's Aww. okay. That's sweet. Oh, Charlie, you happy. saved the but day. But then oh. we gotta tell the other parents that so their son is not. Morgan alive. tells them that. Steven's not there. Oh, that's sad. What I need is some resolution on what the hell was motivating these people. I mean, I don't... What... I mean, what motivates any child abductors? Like, I just feel like they're fucked up people that just think... Right, but, like, why were they keeping them and then killing them? And then... then, Oh, Hermione, she finds her family. Yeah, everybody's happy. Yep. Charlie goes up oh, to Stephen's parents. the parents who lost their kid. And they're like, he's he like, I knew Stephen. 
He was like a brother to me. Did he remember us? He said remembering you was the only way we survived. Oh my god. How old was Steven when he died? Was he oh he died protecting that? He's the one that just died? Yes. That person looked so much younger. Yeah, he didn't look fifteen. No. He, he was, was alive, alive yesterday. yesterday. Oh, oh my that's God. distressing. Oh, now the dad's crying. Oh, that's horrible. That's hard to hear. That's yes, hard to hear. He was alive yesterday. And that lady just beat him to death. Yes. That's psychopath. Okay. I guess. Oh, and Sarah comes back to thank the team. But just the women. It's just, just the women. It's and just it's Penelope, the most amazing Prentice trio I've ever seen. It is. <laughs> I love what I'm looking at. And she just says, You were so you were just surrounded by darkness. Why do you do it? And they're like, And she just nods this. to like the happy reunited people. Oh. Look at all the happy families. Are you gonna cry? It's so sad. Oh, an Emily Dickinson quote. Appropriate. Hope is a thing with feathers. Iconic. Everybody's just like smiling at each other in the slow-mo. Wow. Mark Gordon, I guess. Wow. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. It's a good one. But again, I just want a little more backstory so i know we we talk about this a lot that oftentimes like you said when that sort of piece is missing of understanding like truly why these unsubs are doing things like sometimes the story suffers for that i miss that less in this episode i think because you do read so many stories about people who abduct children and there doesn't seem to be a reason other than they just feel compelled to do it for like whatever reason yeah and so i guess like like... i'm willing to look past that a little bit in this one because it's just like clearly these people were just demented and were doing they this had some be- for whatever reason Sweeney if they could Todd need what they had some sick Sweeney Todd need to just kill people and burn them or just like they couldn't have kids of their own and so they created yeah. their own fucked up little family like I don't know like I I think that is probably it like I'm sure yeah I in that way I think you're right they could have like thrown a line in there to be yeah, like I needed just like one sentence yeah two sentences I get that but I, I think overall it's a really good episode. It's heartbreaking in a lot of ways, though. Yeah. Like, just, like, these little tiny, like, plot twisty moments. Like, you know, it's not enough that Steven's not one of the kids that survived, but they also have to, like, twist the knife and be like, but he was alive right. yesterday. Right. He literally just died. And it's, like, you know, this idea that, you know, Sarah has been putting her life on hold this whole time, you know, believing that her kid's out there and it, like, broke down her marriage. But in the end, she was right. And, like, he right. was wrong. And it's, like, I yeah. don't know. There's just lots of those moments that just kind of kick you in the gut. 
Yeah. The way Charlie says that he died protecting that little girl, he mm-hmm. just died. He, he just got beat to death because he put his eye at the peephole. Did he do anything? I think he just look at her. He was try. He was trying to like give her advice. I think like that's what they were all doing, um, right? Which is like they that's all true because that's when Grunge Girl showed up, right? They all go in she there to, to try to be like, you know, like eat all of your food, don't argue with them, do whatever they tell you to do. So I think like Stephen was trying to do that, and and she caught him and beat the shit out of him. But how many kids do you think they had at most at one time? What would you guess? Well, they said it was 11 families. Yeah. Over the course of however long. So, what, I don't know. Years? They could have had Also, four were or there five? kids before Charlie? Maybe. Because you have to assume they needed three people to abduct Charlie. Yeah. I don't know. And they're old, so maybe they were doing that for a long time. Yeah. Huh. 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 I liked it. I think I liked it. You you know, I like it in the sense of like any way that you can really like an episode of Criminal Minds. Like I think it's a really good solid episode, but it's one that like really is disturbing in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um it really is. Anything with kids is like extra disturbing. Yeah, that's it's hard. Those episodes are yeah. hard. But it's yeah. a well done episode within that for for what it is so well put together Mm -hmm. what you get is well put together yes i agree yeah 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 um i don't know who's first do you i think you're first okay i'm ready i'm excited all right we're coming at you with a new fun fact hopefully i redeem myself so you noticed that the goobs directed this episode i did i did notice that this is the first of 12 episodes <gasps> that he directs in wow. the course of the series and that makes him the cast member with the most director credits for the show he is not the only wow. main cast member who has directed episodes but he's Doesn't Thomas the Gibson most. direct one, I think? Yes. So Joe Montana is in second place. He directed nine mm. episodes. Thomas Gibson um, directed six. Aisha Tyler directed two. Um. Adam Rodriguez directed two. Oh. And then AJ Cook directed one. Oh. So. When's AJ Cook's one? Is it later? Later. Hers I mean, is obviously one of it's the, later, but. Yeah. Hers is one of Is it the, in the Lost Years? No, I want to say it's in season, like, 11 or 12. Okay, okay. But it's definitely in one of the later seasons. Okay, okay, And she just directed the one. Wow. But, yeah. So we will see um, Matthew Gray Googler's. There is more goobs to come in the director's chair. We'll see his name quite a bit. Yeah, I mean. He did a good job. He, yeah, I think if this episode is anything any evidence of that like it's a great episode clearly that has something to do with him like the director sets the tone for the episode i feel like so you know what else i have noticed about this episode what there's not a lot of rossi there isn't he doesn't do a lot he does not do a lot he's not doing much it's a very jj heavy episode 
Yeah. It's the ladies. Yes. Reed and Morgan. I just... Not a lot of Hotch, not a lot of Rossi. And I, you know what? Like, I don't know how intentional that was on the writer's part or on the goobs's part. But that shot when Sarah comes back into the room oh. and thanks them. freaking Charlie's Angels are there Yes, for and her. they're like freaking Charlie's Angels. They turn around. So good. And it's like Prentice in the foreground, and then she's like flanked behind her by JJ and Penelope. It's beautiful. And it's just, I loved it. It's the best. <laughs> I want to like make that my wallpaper on my phone. Like, it was so good. Like make that my screensaver. But like, it's so good. And I just badass. Like, I love that idea of like. I'm gonna Photoshop the two of us into that image. <laughs> Yes. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. It, you got the two of them, and then we're outside the two of them. That's the new artwork for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Iconic. But I really just, I like the whole message that that sends, because that starts, you start with that moment in the beginning of the episode when JJ and Prentice are the only ones who believe right. Sarah. And so, like... The power of like these two women believing this woman, and then you even have this moment where Morgan is like, "Oh, are you sure it's not just because you're a mom?" Like, blah blah blah. Blech. And like in the end, Sarah was right, and she was validated by these two women who stood up for her and believed her. But then also, like JJ and Prentice were sort of the driving forces in the case, like advocating for these moms and like advocating for these kids and like you have that sweet moment with Penelope talking to Barbara and like telling her that it's not her fault like it's just a very like women supporting women episode is that why we like it so much maybe I don't know (laughs) except for what's her face who is the unsub woman who is just the worst we don't support her in any way shape or form she got what was coming to her but yeah, I just think there are some really, like, powerful moments in this episode that are yeah. maybe a little unexpected. Yeah. But I like it. So, anyway, yeah. there's your fun fact. Thank you. You're it was welcome. Fun. Are what? you ready for a recommendation? Yes. What do you have for us this week? I bet you could guess what it is. Is it axes? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to recommend a television show that I oh, ate no. up. <laughs> I ate it up, guys. Did you finish it? I Yes, I finished it, okay. Kelsey. Um, it is number one in the U.S. on Netflix, Squid Game. Y'all. Oh, my God. Y'all. She has it's, not top talk, stopped talking about the show every time I have I seen her. I need anyone I know to watch it, too. I I have asked I every circle I've been in. I don't and think no I one can has do watched it. it. I don't think I can it's do it. Insane. From what so you I'll described, I just can't. I will give you a little synopsis, my friends. If you haven't already either watched it or seen the trailer, because again, it's number one on Netflix. <laughs> it's number <laughs> it's a, one. <laughs> it's a Korean drama. I suggest you watch it in the original Korean with English subtitles if you do not speak Korean, uh, <laughs> rather than the English dub. 
because I do not like dubs. And I think you get the acting more when you have the original actor's voice. Mm -hmm. But again, that means you have to be reading the show. Right. So save it for a particular time, not a time when you're trying to unwind and look at your phone while the TV's on. Right, right. You need to be watching at the sh- watching the TV. Also, it's not a good for unwinding. It's good for <laughs> winding. It's generally not good for unwinding. <laughs> so the premise is like 456 people are rounded up in Korea oh, because they're all poor as hell. They have these major debts. So this mysterious organization rounds them all up and they're like if you win these six games over six days we'll give you a shit ton of money mm-hmm. and so everybody's like oh hell yeah they go <laughs> oh, to play the yeah. fir- <laughs> they go to play the first game this is not a spoiler because it's in the trailer they go to play the first game it is red light green light classic children's classic game. A classic. There's this big, scary robot girl who does the red light, green lighting. And if she sees you move, she shoots you in the head. Holy shit. So it becomes very clear that it's very Hunger Gamesy, where, like, the stakes are very high. Yeah. And so they eventually, they explain that, like, you earn money for everybody that dies. Like, everybody there is worth X number of dollars. Uh-huh. So as they die, they have this giant piggy bank they hang from the ceiling in the bedroom where everybody sleeps that they fill with cash Wow! as people die. Uh, so you follow these games, uh, and it's just so intense, so unreal, <laughs> and just like, you can't, I, cu- I can't stop watching. I couldn't stop. I'm really hoping for a season two. Uh, I've seen, like, I've been, like, reading all about it oh my god and like typically with korean dramas they don't do a season two like in korea it's like a one and done that you just get kind of like a limited series yeah but they're saying because this is a netflix show like this isn't just a show that was on in korea that netflix paid for right this is like netflix korea made this show Uh like because of the way netflix is they might like make them make a season two and they also end season one in a way that like they've kind of set up what they could do in season two um it's unbelievably compelling the acting is fantastic and i do not speak korean (laughs) i will continue to insist i don't speak korean it's been a long time since i've watched a show that's not in english either uh but i oh my god it's so good it's so good it's insane you are all in. I mean, I am all in. It's it's bananas. I just I don't know if I can. Do it's it. it's very gory. Is it scary? No. Okay, it's just gory. It's just really gory. Like you see these people get eliminated as they say. Wow. Um, They don't really hold back on that. And you see, like, the workings of, like, how this whole thing is happening. And obviously, at some point, like, someone sneaks in to try to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And, like, because, like, this is, like, how many people went missing. Like, a gajillion. Uh, So it's just, it's, it's insane. And it really makes you think, what would I do if someone told me they would change my life? Like, what is the line? Yeah. You know? 
I wouldn't do this. <laughs> okay, good. But what Glad would I do? Know. I mean, the amount of money. So it's all obviously all in Korean. So it's not U.S. dollars, but it works out to be like eight billion dollars. Damn. So like, it's a lot of money. Well, yeah, that is a lot of money. It's insane. And they Ooh. show you like the backstories for some of like your core characters. So you see how sure. sad their life is. And, like, <laughs> So you can emotionally So you feel, feel for, for them. them. Mm-hmm. But as you can guess, a lot of them die. Well, yeah, I would assume. If no the premise- spoiler alert. If you know the premise, yeah. you know you're going to love and lose. <laughs> you're going to love and lose. Oh, my God. Um, so I recommend it. I highly recommend it. Again, very gory. Do not watch it if you're a child <laughs> or in the presence of children. Don't watch it if you can't handle blood and guts I guess or I'm violence. Just, that's maybe what surprises me. I don't feel like you typically gravitate towards gory shows. I don't. It's not like gory for gory's sake. Yeah. But they don't shy away from the gore. Right. You know? Yeah. Like on like Game of Thrones. Like they would yeah. show you like someone get an axe in the head. Yeah. Or, like, the Red Wedding. Like, imagine the Red Wedding, but, yeah. like, over and over again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I get that. <laughs> and it's just, like, sometimes they're put into situations, like, in North Mammon, you know how I hated how they had, like, no choice? Yeah. But to kill someone? Like, obviously, they end up in situations like that, too. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, that seems like For some like reason, it doesn't bother me as much this time. <laughs> Because there's that money. But it is sad. Yeah. And they don't just get, like, thrown into the street. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. You got to keep your details to yourself for any of the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the recommendation. I don't don't know that I can do it. But I'll keep it in mind. I don't think you'd like it. But I think some of our listeners would. I mean, that's fine. I appreciate that. Um... Especially as we enter, you know, the Halloween season when we love to watch gory stuff. Yeah. Um, I did see, did you see uh, the guy who does the haunting shows, The Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor? Yeah. He released another show. Oh, no, I didn't Min- see that. What is it, Midnight Mass or something? Oh, I kept seeing articles about that being like, yeah. this, is, this sounds crazy. Like, Yeah, I so I think we're going to watch that. Okay. Um I like to read the articles, the, I feel like I've referenced it before on here, stream it or skip it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the articles, uh, both for Squid Game and for Midnight Mass say stream it, so. Okay. If you want to watch Midnight Mass with me, follow me on Instagram, at KMacIsRad. <laughs> follow along. <laughs> Maybe I'll post while we watch, because that's something Cassie definitely likes to watch, too. So. Speaking of Halloween content. Um, Stephen yeah. and I were exploring the Halloween category on Disney Plus. Right, because you're in the Disney Plus family now. We welcome, are. welcome. Thank you. We're really enjoying it. And I'm going to be spending a lot of time in the Halloween category on Disney Plus because there's a lot there for you. It's all the like Halloween themed Disney Channel original movies. Right. You're getting. Every single Halloween town. All the Halloween towns. Do you want to um, have a Halloween town movie marathon someday? Yes. I do. Okay. 
I love it <laughs> so much. So I'm very excited. We discovered that the other day and I was like, ooh, I'm going to watch a lot of this. Yeah. It's also great around Christmas because ooh, there's a I lot bet. of Christmas movies on there. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You've got a lot there for you. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, well, are we ready to transition to review corner? Yes. We have Let a very my telephone. fun and exciting review to share. Let me pull it up here. Um, okay. Uh, as a reminder, if you'd like to leave a review, um, you can leave it on Apple Podcasts and we will read it on air. Yes. Um, okay. So this review comes to us from user The Other Evil Hag, <laughs> which I appreciate because I Evil Hag is Aubrey Plaza. Um, all right. The review is five stars, of course. Thank you very much. Duh. Other Evil Hag. Uh, title is A Good Podcast for You and Your Scarf. And that will make sense to you all in just a moment. Yes. I've been listening to this pod for months and I can't get enough. We love to hear it, Evil Hag. Love it. I'm, <laughs> I met Matthew Gray Goobler in April and my greatest regret was not bringing up this podcast to him. Holy I did, however. Holy shit. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I did, however, give him a gray scarf with little sheep on it, and now I run a fan account for the scarf on Twitter. I hope that makes up for it. He still wears it, so if I see him again, hopefully he remembers me and I can recommend your podcast and he'll listen to me and love it and then make a guest appearance. I don't know. I'm dreaming big. Anyway, (laughs) I love you both. Never stop making these episodes, and when you run out of Criminal Minds eps, please just start over less than three. Oh, my God. Um, first, I'd like to say we're not going to start over. I'm sorry <laughs> to disappoint you. <laughs> you know what a journey this has been, and we're not even halfway through the series. Yeah. Listen, you guys, we got years ahead of us before we Sometimes need to... it feels like we'll never end. We we don't need to start worrying about what the end is going to be like, because it's... Also, it's never going to end, because by the time we get to the end... They're going to be the making Paramount more. Plus, the Paramount Plus show will be out. Yeah. And we'll be able to talk about that. So, so never please fear. don't think about the end. Yeah, it's fine. I don't want to think about it either. Um, there's so much <laughs> to unpack with this review. A, I'd love to know more about the context in which you met the goobs in April. Like, right. I'd like and- to know how that <laughs> went down. And like, what... I. I don't know. I feel like it's like, were you such a prepared to give him the scarf? Like, were you carrying did you make it, it just for him? Like, did you know you were? Did you make it? it, or were you wearing it and you were like, here, just have this as a token of my like affection? in like Christmas Carol when they give Scrooge the scarf? <laughs> like, I just need. To, I would just love to know. Also, I feel like the cavalierness with which you say that if you see him again, you'll yeah. recommend it. Like, I love it. Like, you just, like, run in the same circles. Like, yes. I just need to know, what? like, what? Like, is that something you're realistically anticipating? That you'll see I him know. again? Like, what are the chances here that the goobs will be on this podcast? Also, how perfect that this is, like, a goobs-directed episode. I know. And we have this goob-centric uh, review. I feel like I need to find the scarf account. Please, I would love to see it. I'll look it up. I'll um, look it up. Well, I'll send it to you and we'll look at it after I this. Hey, we talked for briefly before we started recording of just, we were just sort of like fantasizing of what it would be like if Matthew Gray Goobler reached out to us on Instagram. Yeah, like I saw that DM with a blue check next to it in our inbox and I was like, wait, what? So yeah, I mean, first of all, if you, we uh, yeah. we forgive you for 
not giving us oh, a yeah. shout out to him, we would That's probably okay. we didn't also know. be fangirling so hard that we wouldn't be able to think straight. But we appreciate the thought that you would have wanted to recommend it to him. And yeah. if you do run into him again, I mean, we'd appreciate the shout out. <laughs> right. If that's Tell something to slide that actually into our happens. Oh, God. That's a wild. Just, but also, just thank you for the lovely review. We're so happy. Yeah, also that. You know, yeah. we're happy to be to be providing some giggles. Yeah. Um, Over the last, you know, two and a half years that we've been doing this. Yeah. Wow. So, Kelsey, we've been doing this for two and a half years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, just a solid review all around. I mean. Yeah. Just great. So that's what you guys have to live up to if you're planning to leave a review. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. We'll take any review, even if we it will. just says love you guys. Or like cool podcast. Yeah. It can be much um, more basic. Sunglasses than emoji. Yeah. It can be far less exciting than an actual face-to-face <laughs> encounter with a cast member. Yeah. But Oh, I also wanted to share. Yeah. This relates to Review Corner. Okay. That I have become a patron of a previous recommendation, Sinisterhood. I've become yes. a patron of them on Patreon. And so I've been listening to their back catalog of bonus episodes. Uh-huh. And in one bonus episode, Christy... Yeah. Talks about how much she cannot stand the television show New Girl. Ah! And I felt seen. <laughs> I immediately thought, I am not alone. You're not alone. New I feel Girl. like me and Christy are, are kindred spirits. I think you are, for sure. Um, New Girl is one of those shows that like you either really, really like it or you really, really don't. And I, it's one Can of... Can you... Can what? you tell me, did Jess and Nick end up together together in the end? Yes. That's a disappointment. Because Nick sucked. Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that, but I feel like both him and then Jess as a character, Zoe Deschanel's character, I feel like they are the, like two examples of TV characters that are a little polarizing. Like there are either people who are like, oh my God, they're so obnoxious, I hate them. Or there's the people that are like, I love them. They're the best. Like, whatever. And yeah. so I, I feel like New like, Girl is kind of one of those shows. Either you are a big fan and you really like it or you really can't stand it. And that's fine. I feel like I liked every character on the show except for Nick. Yeah. And he was just so annoying to the point that it ruined the show for me. And that's fine. Thank you. Thank you, you for you can welcoming f- me. You can feel... <laughs> about Nick from New Girl however you want to. Yeah. He's Personally, par with Ross for me. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I would say that's a very fair comparison. Personally, I'm in the Winston fan club on New Girl. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, Winston is the Tom Haverford of New Girl. Kind of. I yeah. Whimsical. I would silly like Winston's about to do some puzzling. That's just, that is my favorite thing. He's the best. I would watch that show strictly just for him. You know what? I feel like I can't judge New Girl because I went through that phase a few years ago where I just watched Cougar Town on a loop. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like 
That was a questionable moment in your TV watching. You listen. I recently have been Cougar Town. I still stand by it. You know, it's got parts that don't hold up. Uh, but for the most part, it's just like kind of a feel good comedy. So I stick by it. Hey, to each their own. To each their own. So I Cougar Town's my new girl. That's fine. You don't you don't have to be a fan of New Girl and you can be proud for your love of Cougar Town. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of comedies, did you watch the series finale of Brooklyn Nine Nine? I did. We have not seen this season at all, so don't spoil it. But I just wanted to know if you did. I did. I I've been watching them. Um, and so I d- I actually just watched the last one yesterday or the day before I caught up. Um, <sighs> it's a I won't spoil anything. It's classic last season of a show, which is that oh yeah when. And I think this happens a lot with 30 minute comedies in particular, where it's like they they decide to do one last season knowing going into it like this is going to be the last Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And so they build in all of these like almost gratuitous like nostalgic references. And like it's very clear that they're like purposely sort of like building in these moments and wrapping things up. And that's fine. They really they did that in Parks and Rec. Yes, they time. did. Like Parks and Rec is another really good example of that. And it's like that's fine. It doesn't ruin it. It's just I think it takes away some of what makes like shows like Brooklyn Nine Nine like really good at their height, which is yeah. like the just funny moments and things because it feels a little forced like they're trying Mm, really hard to make like a really good last season and sometimes i I feel that that i feel like that happens even more too in shows that get shortened last seasons again like parks and rec and brooklyn 99 it feels like that last season only had like five episodes yeah it's not very long like it feels like it just started yeah which is why we're behind like we haven't even thought to watch it yet so and and then it's already over the only last thing that i'll say and I, this is maybe a borderline a spoiler, but not really. Whatever, it's a comedy. It's, it's not. It's made real. in a way, and the storyline is shaped fully by the pandemic. Okay, and I think that's that's a, annoying. It's annoying, and it's a little frustrating because it makes you think like, what would the show have been like? What would the last season have been like if? there had been no pandemic to write into it you know what i mean so it's like i was a little disappointed by that honestly because i was just like fully on board with shows that just ignored the pandemic me too i'm like we lived it it just bob's burgers we're like we are living it we continue to live it i don't need to see it in my entertainment (laughs) like gray's anatomy comes back like this week and i'm like i don't i don't want to see it yeah like we ended, they were still in the... They didn't even have the vaccine yet when the season wrapped up. Oh, man. Like, oi vey, we've got so much ground to cover. Yeah. Hopefully, sometimes on Grey's Anatomy, they'll do that thing where they cover, like, a year's worth of time in the first right. episode, and they maybe, just do a bunch of jumps forward. Maybe they'll do that So hopefully they do that, where it's like, <laughs> the first episode's deep pandemic, and then it's like, ooh, there's this vaccine, and then, yeah. like, cut to now. Yeah. <sighs> but is now any better? <sighs> well... Well, this has been fun. This has been fun. That's all I got. I don't I, know if you've got anything. Nope. That's 
all I've got as well. Watch Squid Game. <laughs> the title makes sense. Once you see the show, the title will make sense. Interesting. Um, okay. You learn all about the different children's games in Korea. Red Light, oh. Green Light is one of the only ones that overlaps. Interesting. Okay. There's some games that I think we should steal <laughs> that we should be doing here. But like without the death. <laughs> without the death. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Listen, I would do this if death wasn't a part of it. Yeah. Like if you just like weren't eligible for the money anymore after you right. lost Right. Like one, if it was just like, like oh, a okay, straight whatever. reality game. I like I do like Poverty Olympics. Poverty Olympics. I was just like, thinking okay, more. Okay, at the end my student debt got real raised. Yeah. I was thinking more just like strictly like a competition reality show mm. where the everything all the competitions are just like children's games. So like Red yeah. Rover and like Green Red Light Green Light and things like that. And then yeah, the end it is just like two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something like that yeah 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 <laughs> i'd watch that i feel like that'd be fun be in that <laughs> let's let's pitch it to someone let's when matthew it. gray goobler guests on our show perfect i'll ask him if he would produce it perfect That's, executive producer this it. sounds like a did great you plan. know did you know speaking of like childlike competition shows lego masters is a, a childlike competition show uh-huh the executive producer of Lego Masters, yeah, is Brad Pitt. No. <laughs> yes. What? Brad Pitt. What? Brad Pitt. His name pops up every like, episode. The Brad Pitt? Is there not just like another the. guy named Brad nope, Pitt? Nope, it's the Brad Pitt. Oh my god. Yeah, because is- they make this they make like a Zoom joke in one of the episodes. And, like, Brad Pitt's name is on the list of attendees, but his square is black. So he, like, doesn't show up, but, like, they reference that it's Brad Pitt. Is Brad Pitt, like, a secret Lego head? Like, he just, like, loves Legos? Maybe. He just, like, has a Lego room in his mansions? Yeah. Wow. That's a fun fact. (laughs) Yeah. Brad (laughs) fucking Brad fucking Pitt. Whew. He has all those kids. Maybe they got him into Lego. Maybe. All Very those possible. kids with Angelina. Yeah. Ugh, Angelina Jolie. What a <laughs> goddess. All right. This is starting to <laughs> anyway. go off into some weird <laughs> areas. Uh, so I'm going to bring us back to center here. And yeah, please do. I'm going to say uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you for being here today. Um, We will be back next week. Actually, maybe that's not true. <laughs> oh, you and I will have to talk because I'm going out okay. of town, so we might need right. To make You're going to California, yeah. Um, okay, so we may be off we'll next chat. week, but if we are, we'll be back soon after. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, you can join us over on social media. Uh, yeah. You've got Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. You have Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast. You can see us over on Facebook. You can see us over on Patreon. Um, yeah, we'd love to see you in any of those places. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Also, that's... go find that scarf account. Yes, go find the scarf account. <laughs> We're going to find it. <laughs> and scarf it down. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back soon with more episodes. Yeah. 
we are in the month of October. Slowly but surely getting to the end of season five. I think we'll be at the end of it like before we know it. Which is crazy. Wow. Like it wow. feels like season five went really fast. But also not. But also not. Because we took so many weeks off. But it still feels like it went so much faster than season four. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't believe we are near the end. That's we have, crazy. what, like six episodes left? Five yeah. episodes? Yeah. <sighs> like, All things to look forward to. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Until then, as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.